Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Yo, 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 in the building. It's your boy, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, media man. It is indeed a very exciting time in Indeed because it is actually every month is Black History Month because I'm always here. But it is February and we are talking about Black History Month and independent wrestling. And uh, I have a special guest hosting here with me moving forward for a couple of weeks. My brother, you've seen him before if you are a fan of Indeed, if you know the history of this show. Jay Rose, appreciate you for joining me. How are you today? Happy to be here. Uh, it's a uh, shout out to my man's Mike, but uh, I appreciate him being the best ally he could and uh, <laughs> give the chair up to someone with some melanin. So I'm happy to be here for the month of February. Uh, I love independent wrestling more than I love myself someday. So I'm excited to be here for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, um, coming into this month, I uh, I kind of had a plan on what I wanted to do with the show. And I was like, okay, the first uh, brown table, I'm going to feature champions. We're going to have the champions here. It's the championship edition. Great way to start the show. Then I get on my uh, Twitter on Saturday, and everyone on the timeline is so upset. Like, people are up in arms. And I'm like, what is going on here? Oh, a Japanese wrestling legend is now the MLW world champion. But on the end of that, the champion that I was going to bring in as the champion, he's still a champion, so it counts. Alex Kane, the suplex assassin, unfortunately lost his championship days before we did our show and sent all of us in the black wrestling sphere into a frenzy. First, let's start there, Alex Kane. How is it? off the backs of losing your championship and how are you feeling so far uh man it's uh it's been wild um i mean we we, we all know what wrestling is so i mean I, I mean i knew what was going to happen but i was um i was intri- i was intrigued to know what the response would be and the response online was exactly what i thought it would be um but no man i'm i'm good um I'm going to, uh, I guess, wreck shop even more than I have uh, after this loss. Uh, so whomever is up next on the docket is in for a world of hurt. Great, 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 great. And then, yo, so on top of that, uh, next in Black Wrestling History, we got my man Stephen Wolf. And Stephen Wolf plays a couple of important roles because he is now the current new texas pro world champion and he defeated someone who was making black history so what's on honestly kind of like double black history that was made right there down in new texas pro so steve tell me about first uh that moment of being able to uh end such a prolific long reign and kind of what it is to represent as the new texas pro champ going forward well one thank you guys for having me i really appreciate it 
uh, definitely was a moment to remember, man. Uh, I remember the like that show. I was in a ladder match earlier on and, you know, got the contract and all that stuff. And it was just like, I think Brian Keith's 834 day reign, I think it was mm-hmm. gone into Instagram and like that feeling of, oh, this is actually happening like right now. And it didn't really hit me until, you know, came out, cashed in, hit my splash, one, two, three. And I was like, oh, this is like real. And just like the deafening silence, like New Texas Pro, like we have a super like loud crowd. They're super heavy. They're very vocal. But like in that moment, you could hear straight up a pin drop, man. It was crazy cool. So the idea of, you know, New Texas Pro, one of the best uh, champions at the time, you know, being a black man, me beating him, being the, you know, fourth actual champion that's uh, black, being in New mm-hmm. Texas for the culture and setting that history of winning the title in 14 seconds. Like, it's just history on history on history making moments, man. And it was it was truly something that was, uh, yeah, it's undefinable how that felt, man. It was great. So, so, so amazing. Both you guys, of course, thank you for joining me. I just want to kind of set the table to know that we got some real life champions in the building representing for the culture like no other. Yo, Jay Rose, I think um, kind of talk to us a little bit about, you know, you know so much about independent wrestling, about how many black wrestling champions, independent wrestling champions there have been because there hasn't been a lot and how kind of how we feel how we feel when we get a moment like Alex Kane winning a big one at MLW, like Stephen Wolf getting the big victory over Brian Keith. How is it for us in that space? So uh, for the a little bit of lore background on me, I grew up in a, uh, a Baptist household a, uh, uh, to two absolutely wonderful people that uh, instilled in me a great sense of pride in being who I am. But uh, mm-hmm. part of that came with sporting and athletics and it's all the mantra has remained the same. We, if our team's not winning, we just gonna cheer for whoever's black. And <laughs> um, yes. growing up as a wrestling fan, there wasn't really a lot of that. Like, obviously, there's what all happened in WWE with no one uh, black holding the WWE championship, not the world heavyweight, you know, outside of Dwayne. Don't you know what I mean? Yes. Somebody who looked like me. Win, <laughs> win the uh, WWE Championship until Kofi Kingston in 2019. But even outside of that, when you go to you know something like WCW, where there were lawsuits that happened in order to get Booker T his rightful shot to be able to become World Heavyweight Champion, and you would think that that would change on the independent level, not only because you know there's far more freedom and expression as far as uh, wrestling style and things in that regard, but simply by pure number of promotion out there. You would think that there would be more champions, and yet, yeah. at least growing up in my independent adolescence, there wasn't. Uh, there was a lot of mid-card champions. There was a lot of tag team champions, but not a lot of black independent wrestlers holding their own as the top guy in a lot of these promotions. And that doesn't take away from people who came before us. Uh, you know, shout out to Xavier, who... Yeah. Uh, even as a champion in the biggest independent wrestling promotion out there when he won it, uh, was commonly panned the entirety of his reign. No one wanted to see him. It, it's revisionist history, if you think otherwise, an incredibly talented performer. And from that point, it's been very few and far in between to get black champions until about 2018, 2019, where 
promoters got it in their head that hmm, maybe just just stick with me here. Maybe black wrestlers <laughs> could be champions. And uh, I'm the kicking off point to all of this, which you know, this is just off the dome. It isn't like a I'm not stating this as fact, but it seems like yeah. there's a clear before and after period between before ACH when the AAW heavyweight championship up in Chicago and an mm-hmm. after period. And since then it's exploded. And uh, I'm just happy that we're able to talk to two of the greatest champions, black champions. No, forget black. We'll just say anywhere. Two of the greatest champions in independent wrestling today. Uh, I have a, a question for both of you. Um, as independent wrestling champions in our climate, do you feel any sort of additional pressure to perform at a higher ability than you do if you weren't champion? And I don't just mean this as champion, but as champion is somebody who has to represent our culture. Alex, you're on call first, so I'm going to let you um, uh, uh, Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, because I feel like if you don't perform at a high level, then they're going to be like, oh, well, I guess you, they shouldn't have made that choice. Or they shouldn't mm. put that in there, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, there's definitely an added pressure, and it's heavy as hell. Um, to, you know, go out there, you know, cut good promos, have good matches, uh, have all the – check all the boxes and stuff like that. Uh, so, yes, there's definitely an added pressure, and it sucks. But, you know, <laughs> pressure makes diamonds. Exactly. Sure. I-, I couldn't agree more. Like, being black and a champion, like, it's something that kind of puts you on a level that, you know, like we were saying, people aren't really used to, aren't really relegated to in history or anything like that. So – being able to do that and be able to put, perform, you know, at such a high level that I do, that Alex, that you do all the time, like that just shows why we really do belong there. So it's definitely a pressure, but it's also like a, you know, like screw you, I'm gonna show you exactly mm-hmm. how I am. Yeah. Like, like I'm gonna show you how great I am. Yeah. That's really how it is, man. Yeah, it's just that uh, kind of how we go through all of life and any uh, kind of facts any entertainment any place that we're in is kind of that hungry go for it go get them style because we know that we're put on a different place it's great that you guys are representing for us ak i think that uh for a couple of months there the most important part of your reign there in mlw was the boom ia fight club because there was people that have never been on TV. There's people that never been in front of these big kind of places that you were given a shot that you were having out there. You'd have some big, big crowds of black independent wrestlers. Tell us a little bit about that process of getting that organized and, and, and onto TV for us. Uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely tough at first because like, I didn't know like exactly how to go about it. Like I would hit up people that I knew um, that were in the area. And then there was a point in time where like Suge would drive from Georgia to Philly just to be there for me. Um, wow. And, you know, in that process, you know, I'm always trying to put uh, us on as much as I possibly can. But, you know, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but, you know, as kind of t- as time kind of went on and I realized that this is an opportunity, like, yeah, guys show up to shows all the time. They help set up. They do all that stuff and they don't even get on the show. Um, and in this case, you're just the only thing that the thing that gets you in the door is being black for me. So uh, to be able to have them go out there with me, you know, and share some incredible moments with me um, in front of the world 
um, it's pretty dope. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm going to miss it, but uh, uh, for, for some time, I'm going to miss it. But uh, it was really, really awesome. Wow. We'll still have those memories, and it still could happen again. Don't worry. Don't forget. Don't still forget. could, yeah. Count today's <laughs> bread, man. We coming for you. Yeah. We're not done yet. Count today's <laughs> bread, man. <laughs> we after you. Uh, talking about Black Champions a little bit earlier, we were, um, before I came in here, I was doing a little bit of research. I saw that Stephen Wolf has a crazy match coming up. We have to give a big shout out to Deadlock Pro Wrestling for the uh, the work that they're doing. They are unsung heroes of independent wrestling, honestly. But they just announced this heavyweight championship match. Jay Rose is a huge fan of their heavyweight champion, as we know. Calvin Tankman, Big Tank, the man, Gringo Voco, and the new Texas Pro heavyweight champ, Stephen Wolf, in a triple threat match. Um, Deadlock Pro is coming into the Texas territory. Texas is such a hot territory. We know I talked to an extensive about how great everything is out there. So this is a, a, a big moment, I think. Uh, representing as the new Texas Pro champion is a big thing. Wrestling against Calvin Takeman, who is on a run like J. Rose could tell us more about it, a run like no other. But uh, get me into your mind state going into this, what it's going to be to represent for Texas and uh, what your strategy is maybe trying to become Deadlock Pro Champ. Oh, that's easy, man. So uh, representing Texas, originally I'm from Illinois. I grew up in a small town called Peoria, about two okay. and a half hours south of Chicago. It's like right in the middle of a cornfield, right? And so be, going from that to down here in Texas, where it's just like culture on top of culture on top of culture, it's it's absolutely phenomenal. And Deadlock is one of those shows that I've been trying to get on for the longest time. But like, you know, dates just haven't lined up or, you know, they don't have any plans or anything like that. So for them to come down to Texas and to actually be working with my home promotion of New Texas Pro, man, that's like insane. And like you said, Tankman's on a run like no other. Unfortunately, that's going to stop come here pretty quick but come on Jay Rose. what come on I, I, you don't have it, it's a multi-person match you ain't gotta get paid i just hope you Damn, have a good bro. time bro i just hope you have a good you, time bro he said you getting smoked <laughs> wow I didn't you yeah you just gotta get paid you know what i'm saying hey all i'm saying is all i'm saying is like tankman's dope gringo's dope but like my theme song is so great it's got to be played twice a day has to. Oh, damn, okay. that's crazy. You know, that's if, you, if you need, that. damn, that's crazy. Uh, I can't even be mad at that. That's fire. If you need some weak points on Tankman, I got you. Mm-hmm. Oh no, uh, we're gonna talk after this because like I can't oh. talk about you know my strategy publicly because not on screen. Yeah, not on screen. But I got you. I can't let him know. So, but yes, you, you love. I love how on the flyer too. It looks like I got both those titles on my shoulders too. I can Yo, this Okay, that's crazy. The manifestation is beautiful, but also dreams don't come true around these parts. I think that's like the one that set him up for it, though. Like, he didn't do it. He's just standing there. Hey. He like to get the light skin face under the mask. That's what it is. The eyes right, eyes. right, right. That's all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Usually my eyes are nice and orange, but I I'd be normal. Face, so. don't, don't throw everybody off. I don't even care. <laughs> Y'all are wild. Jay Rose, you're supposed to be unbiased, impartial co-host here. You can't be telling the talent that they're going to lose the big match, bro. Big tank. What, what's on my wall? <laughs> what's on my wall? <laughs> right. what, what is that? No, no, no. Like, it, 
even if you don't know what state that is, we wrote it out for you so you can't forget. I, you know what I represent. I'm always for the culture, you know what I'm saying? You know, if it were between Gringo, who I love to death, and my good friend Steven over here, Steven should win. But also, Calvin Tatum is in the match. I don't, I don't, <laughs> know, how, I don't know how good of friends we are if you're over here like, oh, he's not going to beat Tank when he's not going to That's do my brother. He you know said by like, any means. He listen. said by any means. Black history. I love here. you, but like, I, he know where I live, man. If I said that I thought that you was going to win, he could just pull up on me. <laughs> I mean, some points are being made here. You know, you gotta you gotta stay close because he has to have eyes in the back of his head. Like you're up there in Texas, like Tankman can pull up right now and hit him with the back elbow. He can he knock can. on my door. Yeah. He's not that far away from where I live. Like yeah. I gotta I gotta look out for my own best interest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do you feel J Rose like uh, when Tankman is in these positions that he's representing for Napping, like it's representing for kind of what you guys are building out there? I hope so. No, um, <laughs> I <laughs> he uh, we've had conversations before about the another black champion, uh, the weight that he carries as someone who is on the precipice of being where he wants to be. Uh, also, as somebody who has been put in positions, title matches previously, and not particularly been able to get the job done multiple mm. different times, the fact now that like uh, Deadlock, which is not a black-owned company, but is a company that has nothing but black champions, see, that's another feather in your cap, Stephen, oh, uh, has that nothing but black champions, and now he has the responsibility of following up on not only BoJack, who's an incredible talent, but two black talents who are now signed is an incredible responsibility. In addition to coming back and trying to be an example for kids here, it, it's a lot of weight on his shoulders. But I don't know if you've seen him. That boy got a broad back. He'd be eating well. So I'm not really concerned uh, about it. You know what uh, I'm saying? I'm saying great points Tankman, are being made Tankman again. isn't a lie. That is a, tr that is a true to him last name. <laughs> that is the truest last name anybody could have, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Like he didn't have a choice but to be a hoss at this point. Uh, you bring up some really good points there, J. Rose. I kind of want to get into that because I've been kind of having this debate with myself, and you guys will be some great uh, uh, people to kind of weigh in on the subject. They signed Jay Malachi. They signed uh, uh, Diego. It's not Diego Hill. Um, uh, Lucky Ali. Lucky, Lucky Ali. Ali. Yeah, yeah. They signed these two great, super talented young uh, wrestlers who are going to be amazing. In the case of Jay Malachi, I think like being someone so young, how do you guys feel about signing like up there specifically when you're kind of young in the game, you're still developing essentially, they're going to kind of be able to, to get their own mold onto him. And I was like, I don't know, maybe he would have, if for, if he cooked for a few more years in the independent wrestling kind of developed what he was exactly going to be, maybe that would be uh, 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 more interesting, but I understand getting a bag and getting the opportunity to be on TV that kind of outweighs the things that I think. So how do you guys kind of feel on like the young, like these, we're seeing 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds getting signed off rip being in the industry one or two years. Uh, I kind of want to get all your guys' opinions on this this young thing. And if it's, I don't want to say worth it, but do you think it could be a detriment to some of these younger talents kind of just signing off rip to the biggest show there is? We'll start with you, J-Rose. Um, well, uh, I'm once again, I'm not a wrestler. The two gentlemen at the bottom of the screen probably have an entirely different viewpoint than I do. Uh, as, far as, it, <laughs> uh, as far as, as far as, you know, 
for his career, he should do whatever gets him close to the bag. You know what I'm saying? At any point in time, it could be over for any of these athletes. You feel me? So like, I'm, ne- I'm never, ever, ever going to tell somebody not to go get their bag. As long as they're paying you. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've had I've had some some conversations with a few a uh, few of my friends who have been close to that sphere of signing that contract. And they're like, hey, man, man I make more money now than I would when I go over there. But if they're giving that. you the bag, go follow the bag. It's all it's a wrestling university. You know what I'm saying? Now, uh, what they teach you is going to be what they want to teach you. You don't have a full encompassing course as far as what all is going on. But. It's a wrestling university. You get paid to learn, and then they make you into whatever they want to make you. It's a give and take sort of thing. And then they pay you. But yeah. uh, something that has been a concern of mine is someone who lo- not only is an independent wrestling promoter, but as someone who just loves the indies. That's my favorite type of wrestling. Uh, I have been slightly concerned with the fact that there aren't a lot of... There is a far less pool of people to draw from there's great talents all over the independence Uh but with people not staying on the independence as long as they used to it doesn't give us chances to see what all could have been uh i'm i love jay malachi i call that he's my tall adult son i love him to death but there's always going to be something in the back of my mind of damn what would a jay malachi gcw run would look like what would a uh, jay malachi west coast pro you know, if PWG ever decides to come back, what would a J Malachi PWG run look like? And we're never, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? He's bound for a WrestleMania main event. We're yeah. never going to know. And I'm happy that he never has to find that out. And he has to keep working for Lopes. No, no offense to Lopes. as someone who both takes them and gives them. But there's always going to be that what if. And, uh, yeah, for example, someone like Brian Keith got a, extended run a far more extended run that people thought that he should have been signed from and while i do think that there was a rather long delay from between the time he was ready and the time he got signed i'm happy and blessed the fact that we were able to see what all a brian keith run would look like so i think it's for the it's whatever's in the best interest of the wrestlers but as a someone who consumes and helps put on the product I would like to try and see what all it looks like moving forward to someone who is committed to the independence and see how far we can push this run. But that's just me. Great. Super great point. How about you, Steve? Uh, for me, man, I would definitely say it's, it's, it's a little bit of a, almost like a mixed bag. Right. So from one hand, like you said, get that money hundred percent. You're got your dream job when you're, you know, 19, 20, 21. Like that's what we all want. Right. Like just right. straight up. Perfect. And, you know, the benefits of that is you're learning the right things to do right off the jump. Yeah, it's like their certain style, but on the same time, like, you know, that's almost really universal. You can entertain any crowd with it, right? Um, And, you know, if things unfortunately don't pan out, you get released. You're coming back on the indies as somebody that's known. You've you've been, you know, casted to how many families, how many households. So people know exactly who you are, Right. But on the other hand of that, if you're going into, you know, any sort of fed or anything like that, sign of a young age, you are going to be in a, a spot where it's just like, all right, I don't have a name for myself. I need to make sure everything's on a 10 at every point in my game, period, which can kind of be a little bit detrimental because, you know, you have to develop for, you know, months on end depending on and then you then you get you know your squash matches then you get finally a little bit more tv time and stuff like that 
Or on the flip side, if you do come on the independents, like say Brian Keith, for example, and his run on the Indies, absolutely crazy. And you're right, he should have been signed a very long time ago with how good he is, for sure, 100%. Um, but having that notoriety on the Indies and people knowing exactly who you are and that pop when you come on the television and people are like, oh, that's my boy. I just saw him last. Yeah, like, oh, like it's truly yep. it's it's another experience, man. It's another world. Like I remember uh, I know it's Black History Month, but when Seth Rollins like cashed in, won the title, all that in mania, I was around people that were with him growing up and they're like, Man, I remember when we used to change the locker rooms or like bathrooms and you know, changing in trailers and stuff like that. So having that that moment of I put all this work in and I finally I finally got to where I deserve to be. That is something that personally I'm looking forward to. Okay. Oh um I think like like Jero said before, like if you're getting if you're getting a bag, get, get the fucking bag. Um, I mean, don't don't uh, don't turn that down. But um, I feel like being like super young in the business, you think you think that you're you know you have you having good matches, you're having these crazy moments and all that, and you think that you're ready for it. Um, and then you know you get into that position or whatever because they see something. But you may you may not actually be ready for for that responsibility, um, and I feel like having that time on the independence or whatever, um, whether it's like a super crazy Brian Keith run or just or just something, you kind of you kind of you kind of how do I want to say you grow you grow up outside of you know that system because if you don't know if you, like on the independence you can really figure out who you are. Um, like at a place like MLW, you can like that's how that's what how I figured out who I was. If I would have got mm -hmm. signed when I when I started wrestling, I don't know if I would be who I am today. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, so, um, I mean, if you if you're in that system, you're getting paid, you're learning. If you do end up picking it up and being amazing there awesome if you don't end up picking it picking up that system and having to come back to the independence you have something to eat off of because you've made a name for yourself on television so then you can come back to the independence and learn what you need to learn and hopefully get a chance to go back um but i definitely think it's rough for really really young kids to go and get signed at like 19 because then you, you also you can't rent a car um, you know, you, you're going to have to depend on, you know, some of the older people around you, maybe your parents and stuff like that. Um, so I think from that aspect, it's going to be kind of a little crazy, but it's a good experience to have to learn all these things young, if that makes sense. It does. It does. It does. That's, uh, that's some great insight from, from all of you guys, definitely, because I think it mostly just comes down to what you guys kind of described with Brian Keith and independent wrestling at a, as a whole. When Brian Danielson won those belts at WrestleMania 30, it hit so much harder because we saw him from his inception pretty much into this big moment. And we're gonna we're losing a lot of the inception points because people are coming in hot in a year and then the next year they're at the big show and it's like it's great for them it's great for the company a lot of the times but like for independent wrestling sometimes it could be damaged but 
as we know every time on this show, independent wrestling will never die. There's people like Stephen Wolf, there's people like Alex Kane that are going to continue to represent and continue to kind of shine their light, regardless of what's going on anywhere. You brought up a great point, Alex. Uh, uh, MLW, I think, recently, I turned on their shows in the last three months, and I'm like, I don't want to say this looks like a GCW show, but there are a lot of independent wrestling talent being presented exactly how they are presented on the independents. And I think that's pretty important uh, part be with development because you get to kind of be who you want to be, uh, develop, try different things. And when it is time to go to a bigger show, you already kind of have that, that, uh, that, that experience, the stuff that goes into that. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, their their production. It's like a bigger production. It's not a small independent wrestling mm-hmm. company. Like it's they they have TV deals. They have stuff in place. They have all of this. But it is kind of independent wrestling at its core. Talk to me about like that locker room. Like how does it? How is it? How is it different than another independent wrestling locker room that you're in? Uh, there's no dickheads. There's no dickheads <laughs> um. Everybody, everybody understands what we're here to do, and uh, they execute. And if they don't execute, they get as as stage left executed. Yeah, they get stage left. <laughs> like, um, like when I signed, um, they told me, "Think of this like, like college before, you know, moving on uh, to you know whatever the whatever the two companies are or three, um, mm. and." that we're going to take we're gonna like we already see something in you um that that we can mold into something greater um so like they'll take they'll take whatever you bring in as like a base um they have their own vision for you um and i always tell the young guys coming in like it sounds cliche as hell but trust the process um because like there was a there there definitely was a like maybe the first two tapings where i was like uh i don't know like 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 this doesn't seem right or this doesn't seem like this but once i just once i like buckled down and was like okay i'm just gonna like i'm just gonna trust you guys and see where this goes and it's led to some really great and awesome moments so i always just tell them like whatever they tell you just just fuck just do because like you'll get to a point to where they trust you like when it comes to promos and stuff at first it was whatever was on the whatever was on the page say this word for word um and as you start to find yourself and you know get comfortable with yourself speaking in front of a camera they start to give you a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more to where you're now you're speaking from the heart or you're speaking off of emotion instead of you know just trying to remember all of this verbiage um and like when it comes to the independence, like there aren't a lot of people cutting promos or aren't a lot of people like doing that side of the product, uh, the promotion stuff. Yes. Yeah, I know. Um, and like, you mean the car promos aren't enough? The, oh my God. The car promos are so bad. They're so bad. And the, Oh, I'm going to be here. And at this time, at this date, I mean, yeah, you got to tell people when and where you're going to be, but like, like, give me some characters. It's different, right? Yeah, it's, it's 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 really really different. So, like, to go to MLW, which before I got signed, like I had always said on podcasts and stuff, that's where I want to go and like hone my skills because my style in MLW's presentation kind of go hand in hand. Um, right. So, like, 
I'm always just like, bro, look, come in here, do what you got to do, trust the fucking process. Um, always be asking questions um, and, you know, see where that takes you. If it takes you to the heights of where you want to go, awesome. If it doesn't, at least you'll learn something. Amazing points. You guys are on some stuff today. <clears throat> J-Rose, the points that you made earlier about, I asked you about kind of the uh, the history of the the black wrestling independent champion and like you said we've come a long way i think that's that's where we can land making the bw 500 i think uh the the first couple of years it felt like uh, uh a task a heavy heavy task to find all these talented people now it's like there's too many like i can't even like I, it started it started at 500 there's probably like a thousand black wrestlers in the world now at this point five or six years later which is insane so you i think still got all these all white posters it's crazy and i still got uh you know some white voice kind of slide in there i don't know it's an accident you guys <laughs> it was not it's an accident okay hey. no, 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 i'm but not I talking think, about uh, that i'm talking about the posters of the shows you have oh yeah you still thousand black wrestlers in america and that's where i'm talking shows that yeah. only have white people i mean i mean i guess i'm that is what that is. That's the landscape. It's the majority still, but like you, like you cannot tell me that in your state there are not black wrestlers that are talented enough to be um, at the top of your card. Like you are bugging. Yeah, that's exactly where I was getting to. It. It's like there's a thousand of them, and like not all of thousand of them hit, but a yeah. good number of them are super talented and can lead these companies they can lead these feds they could lead a generation like they're changing yeah. the world i was gonna say why do you think it's still like why do i still go online and see a card and i see no representation and i'm like i'm not watching that shit why because does this think still you go you go Kane. because you got it. these promoters for some reason think that black people don't watch wrestling like I like they the words out of my mouth. How? <laughs> like, I I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe they're not on social media. Maybe they're not paying attention. But like you have like all these shows that I always go to. Sometimes I'm the only black dude there, which is mad weird. Um, there's all these little black kids in the crowd, and they and other than me, they ain't got nobody to like connect to. Like, sure, they can connect to any character on the show, but like there is something about seeing somebody that looks like you doing the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, for instance, like when I was a kid, like who did I have other than like Sheldon Benjamin? I'm like, oh, he moves like me, he does this, he jumps, he does, and he's a champion. That's it's like, why. Crazy. never once held like a world championship, which is. Damn near disrespectful. Like if you it think, is asinine, you know. And so I feel like people still have, like you were saying, man. Like they don't think black people watch wrestling, or they don't think like for some reason we don't fit that mold that we can be, you know, a front, you know, main eventer with them. And it's it's yeah, it's, it's bullshit, bro. Like <laughs> black wrestling, like, it's check like a bunch of a bunch of like thousands of imaginary boxes to just be in the same spot as a as as their white counterpart. These are facts. Because Montez Ford is, in my opinion, that man could be the next rock. He could right. he, he could be on that level. But he's got to check all these other boxes or whatever, not being a tag team, this, that, and the third, to get into the spot. When I know this man has got it, you can see it, you can see he has it. 
but we out here playing games. Well, the problem is, like, if a black man has a little bit too much swagger, yeah. too much confidence, he has all this, it makes people feel, like, one, intimidated, and two, it's like, oh, well, he's hiding something, or he's, like, he's doing something shady. It's like, no, he's just knows exactly who he it's is. It's not arrogance. It's Leon no, just like that. Like, he knows you good. Yes. Like, yeah. This is one thing I love about Court Bauer. Court Bauer, if, like, a, I know he gets a lot of flack from a lot of people, but if there's any promoter booker ceo on this planet that is for the culture it is court bauer and that man he did he he never told me to tone down who i was never told me to tone down any attitude he actually told me to tone turn that shit up turn that shit up he allowed me to be who i am who i've always wanted to be on that screen and flourish mm-hmm. and i will love him forever for that mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly it Kiefer Bartek with New Texas Pro, same exact way. And if you look at all the champions, you know, J.J. Blake, Mysterious Q, Brian Keith, Stephen, we're all black. Like, he, he may not be a black man himself, but he is 100% down for the culture. Women's champion right now, Danny B, a black woman. You got Timor, who's part of the – or he was a former tag team champion with him. But, man, he like, he just wants, you know, everybody to see what, you know, the culture, whether it be Hispanic, black, anything, like, get down and show that we can be great too because we are. And the thing that I like uh, the most about Kiefer is that, like, there are some people where you can feel, I'm not going to name any names, but, like, as long as people get booked, you know, I guess I'll shut my mouth. But it feels like they're pandering, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. look at what we're doing. Kiefer seems like he's simply putting the best talents in the positions to be, to get the best exposure. Totally. It just so happens because, you know, I almost care. Just because there's a lot of black talent <laughs> In Texas, well, just so happens to be that those are the best talents. You know, right. no disrespect to anybody else. That's just the way it needs to be. So, and to answer your question from the other end of the spectrum, uh, the reason why we don't particularly see as many black talents in positions to succeed is uh, you want the truth that make it me Give me the truth. You yeah. want the truth? Yes. Okay. So, you know, I said that there was a clear before and after period between ACH winning that AEW title and then the after period, right? Uh, But it was still a couple of years before we got to the point where black talents were being featured. Uh, In the wake of everything that happened with the uh, 2020 Black Lives Matter movement, there was a clear defined case from promotions all across the board, you know, at least in America, to book more black talent because it was the in thing to do because people had pressure pr- pressure on them to do so. As soon as the world opened back up, you know, independent wrestling died down, at least from the point that it was in 2020, where it was the only game in town with live crowds. Mm-hmm. Uh, promoters didn't feel the pressure anymore to book black talent. And it, it just it, the demand the demand in their heads just isn't there. When in reality, you could continue to grow your fan base to reach out to other cultures if you continue to serve those cultures, right? While including the plans that you have now, I'm not going to name any names, but there's been a lot of promotions that were very gung ho. Look at us, we're featuring black talent heading into the Black Lives Matter stuff. And in the midst of the Black Lives Matter stuff, and you look at their cards now, and uh, to uh, steal a phrase from Donald Glover, it looked like one Cocoa Puff in a box of kicks. Um, 
And because they simply do not see the value in it anymore. There was value in it when everybody, when everybody cared. And that also speaks larger, a larger problem to the country today. But this is a wrestling podcast. We ain't got to get into that. But yep. um, we're going to talk the, later, Jerry. We're going to talk later. We're always going to talk later, baby. But like, <laughs> it's because they don't, there is no pressure and they don't see a priority and they don't see the dollars that are associated with it, mostly because they're not sticking with a project long enough, a project, a person, a philosophy long enough to see the results of it. But that's a bigger, once again, a bigger issue than uh, just booking black talents. Regardless, because they don't stick with anything long enough, they don't see immediate results because they don't see immediate results. People like us just don't get booked. Simple. That's super interesting, J Rose, because we're in Black History Month right now. And two years ago, 2021, how many black wrestling history shows were there? It was fun. There was like, I was like, man, everybody's doing a Black History Month show this year. I say, I'm looking. I'm looking. You know, uh, I'll say and fight. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and that, but we, we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> that's that. That's every month. <laughs> But yeah, it's like you see how quickly it was like, yeah, we're performing, we're doing this. I'll put Black Lives Matter, Black History, all that. And now it's like, nope, we're back to normal. Like that was just the thing for that. It feels kind of frustrating as a black wrestling fan, honestly, and somebody that is in tune with that and wanting more of my people on these shows, not as some cliche bullshit, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, the the thing that you, Wow. One, two, three. It's not frustrating to me that the fact that people don't do the all black shows anymore. It really doesn't because that was never the goal when because I was part of the team for for, uh, Mm -hmm. for the first three for the cultures. The goal was to never continuously have more all black shows. The goal was to get black people booked regularly on regular shows. So the fact that they disappeared is fine. The fact that isn't fine to me is the fact is like for the people who still do because there there are some people who i know that are planning stuff around the month of june but they're not booking black talents for the rest of the year and it i'm gonna get myself in trouble it's also very frustrating to see at least for the people who support independent wrestling black independent wrestling the promotions that and i'm not even talking about myself Fuck Nat for a second. I cursed. Dang it. But fuck Nat for a second. It's very frustrating to me to see the Using your cuss word to say it on your own company is really funny. You know, like you got a one <laughs> you got one curse and to use it to say it <laughs> nap is just it's ironic and funny. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Forget <laughs> Nat for a second. It's <laughs> frustrating to me to see the promotions like New Texas, like action, not get the support of uh, black wrestling fans when we're doing the work that they're asking, when the That's promoters important. are doing the things that they're asking. Oh, but I'm not going to speak anymore because they're going to get mad at me. So. Like, I think it's like, was it this year and the beginning of this year and the beginning of last year, I put out a post or whatever. But no, actually, it might have been, might have been last year. It might have been when I was National Open Weight Champion. But I put out a post saying, I want to wrestle more black talent. Now, Gen- now, generally, you would think, oh, okay, he just wants to wrestle more people to look like him. The fact that it was a problem to some people, like, oh, why do you want to only wrestle black talent? And I'm like, <laughs> it, it's, it's not that. It's the fact that I, 
like when I was uh, when I was MLW World Champion, like I like they weren't gonna let me defend it in the states too much because it's the it's the world title. If anything, more international bookings and stuff like that. But if I could have if I could have pieced together some bookings or got with some promoters with letting me wrestle against their top black talent in their state, their their promotion or whatever, I probably could have had I could have defended that thing all over the state. I mean, not mm-hmm. all over the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, but neither one of those posts really went anywhere. Like, like right. you got people liking it, people sharing it, it going crazy. But promoters not being like, hmm, you know what? Because they money. don't see, they don't connect the dots. They exactly. don't see the money. And it's, it, it, it's so, much, so much easier to like a post and be like, you know what? That's, right. That's a good idea. Versus, oh, hey, let me do something about yeah. it. Yeah. They're just thinking somebody right. else will do it. I ain't worry about it. Somebody else will do it. It's like, no, you do it. Put in that work. You want your stuff to be great? Do it. That's all you have to do is just do it. And you will see mm-hmm. that it's going to pay off 100% of the time. 100%. And black wrestling, we black wrestlers, like man and woman, we show um, man, woman, non-binary. Yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. my man. My bad, but okay. we all show, across the gender spectrum, all across the yes. gender spectrum, we there show you, you every every year, all the time, three sixty five. That if you want, if you want something different for professional wrestling, book black wrestlers. We are yeah. the blueprint. We are the blueprint. Quit playing with us. <laughs> Stop playing. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you got him, J Rose. You got some more, J Rose. No, I'm gonna get in trouble. So no. Get in trouble by who? <laughs> by whom? You're already in the places you need to be, big dog. Oh. Listen, they've taken like, so much like from you, Reg. They can always like take more. Please, whatever you're about to say. Hey, J Rose. In honor of Carl Weathers, there is no tomorrow. So say what you gotta say now. Get it off your chest. Mm. It. Even Keith right. keeps at it. It is. I'm trying. I'm not even trying to censor myself. I'm trying to figure out a way to piece together what I want to piece together. It's infuriating to me. I'll just fucking say it. It's infuriating to me that a style of wrestling that was uh, innovated by you know luchadors and then brought to America by black people is continuously used and showcased on people who aren't black or luchadors for that matter. Um, you know, two cold Scorpio and you can debate. I go debate with Meltzer. I don't give a fuck. Uh, two cold Scorpio about the four fifty to America. And yet when I look around on shows, the majority of the finishes that involve four fifties do not involve black people. Uh, the pounce, a move innovated by Monty Brown. I see the pounce all the time. You know, thank God the one person who does it on television is a black woman, but I see the pounce all the time. Not nearly enough of those people are black. It's continuously having our culture, specifically in wrestling, which is the craziest part, because we we ain't even accomplished that much for y'all to steal from. But all different parts of our culture continuously stripped away from us and placed somewhere else. So someone else can do it and profit off of it. And yet the same person can do the exact same thing to the exact same ability and 
not get the same results. But that's the plight of I being mean, black you know, in America. That's, that's, John, that's just John the way Cena's it is. biggest career, you know, his his rap thing. He, like, that couldn't have happened with a different wrestler. Like, it had to be John Cena. They only accepted that because John, be John Cena, Cena was giving it up, you know? Our yeah, truth was doing it. No, this about to John. Oh, let me. Let me you got it. So, you got it. <laughs> problem is, it's not just wrestling. It's literally every fast everything America yeah. or just in general is like as soon as it gets starts to get popular, and then other races say, "Oh, hey, we could profit off of this because this black man did all the work." Then they say, "All right, cool. I'm on a bigger platform. I'm gonna do what they're doing, and everybody's gonna think that I did it first. So, like, I'm you know the new hotness versus giving props to where they're due." You know what I mean? And it's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's just, it's theft is what it is, but nobody wants to call it out and nobody wants to see it. They just want to say, oh yeah, no, that's good. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, sure, that guy did. Or you should want to share your culture with everybody. It's a <laughs> melting pot. Yeah. Stuff like that. But I'm like, if it if we got the same recognition for these things, then we we wouldn't, I, I honestly think we wouldn't be like, bro, like what, what the fuck? But like, because right. it's not, it's like, it's taken and it's never and the, you never get we never get the credit for it. It's just you're taken. nicer than me, man. You're nicer than me. I'll say it. I'll say it. Screw it. We need to bring back gatekeeping. Y'all <laughs> need to know everything that we be doing. Let's just call it. Let's just call it as it is. We need to bring back gatekeeping. We have oh, we've shown you too much, and now you you yeah. made yourself at home and real comfortable. No, no, no. You can't you can't know what I'm doing. What is it? Next time I see uh, a, a social media post with something that is clearly black and someone's in the post like, oh, what does this mean? Don't tell them. For what? <laughs> For what? So they, if they want to feel included, they can go do the homework. Go- they have a uh, Google image search. Just take a screenshot of the video. You can find it that way. I'm not helping you no more. We're bringing back gatekeeping. That's what I'm on. <laughs> oh, that's, what, that's what Alex is on, dude. Every day I see something where he just quote tweets it with melanin deficient. <laughs> yeah, and I die mm-hmm. every single time. Every me and you like put up the quote tweet. I've yeah. seen it on my phone because I'm like, I'm using this shit. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, there, I, I, I see, and I see it now. Somebody's gonna gonna take a clip out of this and be like, "See, look, is this the wrestling promoter y'all want to work for?" Yeah, yeah. I, I see it right now. Yeah, well, y'all want to yeah. for y'all, obviously, but like, they're gonna be like, "Hmm, I can't believe." Do you you know who he associates with, right? Whatever. Continue, Reg. I'm sorry. We still kind of uh, kind of uh, piggybacking off of these conversations. We still kind of run into the. You're right. Uh, <laughs> you're, right. you're right. And Angel does get its wings. We still kind of run into this a lot of the. We're at a progressive place, I think, in in you know black wrestling space, but we still run into a kind of the, a lot of the the same issues, like a lot of people. Boombaye Fight Club and say Nation of Domination. Even oh my though, like, God! These are, these oh are two completely God. different worlds, but oh there's still God. people that say that. Like, talk to oh. me about it, Alex, on how it feels. It pisses me <laughs> off. Nation of Domination. The oh Nation of Domination was a had a completely different mission <laughs> than the than the Boombaye Fight Club. Like, and it was in a completely different time. Like, yeah. for the time in which they existed, it made sense and they still mm-hmm. gave him a bunch of bull crap or whatever for it they should have been the nation of domination should have been dominating or whatever that entire company you can call it the nation of domination mm-hmm. boom fight club boom is for the people or whatever yes mm-hmm. mainly for the 
The thought, the the kind of the, the thought behind it was a little Black Panther esque because yes, the Black Panthers power to the, all power to the people or whatever. They 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 weren't denying anybody else or whatever because they were working for the working man. Um, but like also, not everybody could be in the Black Panthers. You weren't right. You didn't have much of melanin fisher hose in the Black Panthers. Same thing with Boomai Fight Club. I am here for all of y'all. We're here to ha- have a good time as long as and as long as you anti-racist and all and all that good stuff. Um, but I'm not about to have we I'm not about to have an Owen Hart. It's not gonna happen. I joke about it. I joke about it. I joke about it a lot, but it's not gonna happen. Um, <laughs> I joke about it a lot. Because, <laughs> because like there are what what we have Boomai Fight Club, if STP um, as far as factions, um, mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley's thing that he, uh, hurt business 2.0 that he's putting together. The good hand. Well, there's um, a white guy in the good hand. Never mind. Well, my, my fault. Yeah. Continue. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of other like all black factions that exist. I think there's what is there four? I think there's, there's lights, four. camera, I mean, faction. The They're smaller, I, but you know the, the new oh, day. Okay, yeah. Lights, camera, yeah. New, yeah, new day. My yeah. bad. My bad. Sorry, yeah. Biggie. Uh, so you got about what five, six? There's not mm-hmm. a whole lot. There's been thousands of all white factions or whatever, so and so many. Um, and like, I'm really trying to think. I can't think of no more. That's the, crazy. And like <laughs> the black factions, like even though it's all black, everybody, any everybody from all walks of life, they get on, they get in on it, and they fucking love it. Yeah. But we're not, it's we're not, it's not exclusionary. It's just like. Can we have something for ourselves and y'all and we can all have a good time with it? That's that's how I see it. Everybody don't gotta be invited to the cookout. These damn cookout <laughs> invites need to stop. There's the no cookout don't stop. exist. The cookout don't exist. <laughs> like we can barely get along with each other. It doesn't enough. exist. You it don't exist. It I've never gotten an invitation and I'm of the culture. You did a you did a dance move, cool, great, awesome. Go on, go on somewhere. We gotta, yeah, no, let's get into that super chat, actually. Uh, Van Twinblade says, Sup, you dorks. Glory Pro Anniversary 6 is going to be fire. Big Gay Brunch 8 was better than the Rumble. Also, Peoria ain't a small town. Don't be humble, Stephen. It's Wolf. big, Stephen. Hey, it's big. Hey, look, <laughs> comparatively to where I live now, Houston, it's it's a smaller oh, town. Oh, yeah, okay. I had a okay. fight for my wife not to call it a village for the longest time. So, wow. Yeah, a village oh, is crazy. Hey, yo, that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> that's that's low key disrespectful. That's crazy. <laughs> Negro, a village, no big bro. Ridiculous. Like you in like wow. you're, like you're in Pokemon, bro. Yeah, like, that's okay, crazy. Some third world country or something like that village. <laughs> that's... <laughs> it felt even smaller wow. being the token friend for every single group that I was in. Damn. Like man, great. You're in crazy. South Park for real. Story after story after story. Yeah, Tolkien. Tolkien this whole time. No, no, no. no. Um, real quick, I have the card pulled up for uh, the Glory Pro card if you want me to run through it very yeah, quickly. Run, run. Uh, we have, um, this is February 18th. Same day as the All-Star Game in Indianapolis. Don't don't forget it, y'all. Uh, February 18th, Sunday, Glory Pro Anniversary 6, 7, actually. Uh, we have Dan to Dad, Cody Lane, and ATM versus The Crew, which is uh, Mike Outlaw's faction with Raheem De La Suede. I do not know the third individual in this, but uh, he's black, so I'm rooting for him. Uh, <laughs> Moses, 
uh, not of STP, but uh, Mos- St. Louis Moses against Ethan the Price. Um, the de- yes, the deliver against uh, mm-hmm. fi- the Philly Marino Experience for the United Glory Tag Team Championships, which you've held, right, Stephen? That's correct. Yes. Yep. Me and you and Myron, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Look at my look at me. My brain working look for once. Uh, yes. My dear close longtime personal friend and bane of my existence, Ali Catch, taking on Maggie Lee. Uh, Steph Delander taking on 2D Lynn. Uh, and is that the no? Okay, I'm trying to go in order from so the last one. Uh, Dak Draper and a mystery partner against Laney Luck and a mystery partner. Uh, friend of the program, Camaro Jackson taking on the returning Stallion Rogers. Uh, Indianapolis's own Rachel Armstrong in a fatal four way match against Lady Bird, Heather Reckless, and Blair Onyx. And assumably the main event, the sauce, Alex Zane. Challenging the reborn warhorse Jake Parnell for the mm. Crown of Glory Championship. Once again, that is February 18th at Casa Loma Ballroom in St. Louis proper. Uh, tickets start at $25. Go support Glory Pro. Go support all St. Louis wrestling. I'm pretty partial to the good folks of St. Louis Anarchy, but great people over there in St. Louis wrestling. <laughs> I want to come back, man. I want to. I've, not, I've been Glory Pro. Like, yeah, the whole Midwest. I did get my license out there, but uh, the physicals is uh, expensive. Yeah, you can say yes. <laughs> That's the worst part about it, man. I'd be in Missouri all the time. I would have been, like, even when I was in Illinois, I'd just be there, you know, casually. And, then, like, once it runs out, it's just like, dang, all right, well, let me go through the whole entire process again that I just love doing with doctors. It's great. But So I got I got to ask, right, uh, For this is for the both of you. Alex, obviously, with, your, with the uh, fight team, Bumaye. For the people and uh Mr. Wolf with you and uh our good friend Exodus Prime and Superiority Complex. Y'all have had a litany of partners, you know. Technically, Alex, you're part of two very successful factions right now. Not only your own Boom Fight Club, but also the good hand. Uh mm-hmm. is there anybody specifically black, but you know, great independent wrestling podcast at the end of the day. So is there anybody yeah. you're looking to partner with or team up with the uh for the remainder of twenty twenty four? Mm. Um, anybody I, who I, you would like to add to the Boomerang Fight Club, or anybody who you want to add? Great question. Great question. Um, I I know that she probably doesn't want to wrestle anymore, and I can understand that. But I think at it, I think having Big Swole in the Boomerang Fight Club would be mm. money. That is what I thought you were gonna say, but that's money. fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Faye, but that's that's fire. I was even already in the Boomerang Fight Club. She's yeah, the first. Yeah, yeah. When you said active. After competition, but you know what? You got me. She she is already in it, but um, that would be great. She's already in there. When when whenever she decides to come back to professional wrestling, she's gonna be in there. Um, I if I got anything to say about it, um, I also I wanted Jordan Blade in the Boomai Fight Club, but they all doing their own thing. They doing their own thing. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not not this for that or whatever. I'm glad that she's right. finally you know getting her shine. Um, but you know, you just want to own the Boomerang Fight Club. The powers that it's be. Like I, love. I make these. I make these decisions, but I, don't, I also don't make these decisions. Um, uh, Camaro Jackson. One, I want to wrestle him too. I think he'd be a good a good fit. Um, Noted. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Put that in there. Write that um, one down. Yeah. <laughs> right. Please write that got one it. down. Uh, uh-huh. Man. Continue. Um, uh, right, uh, I, I, right. That, that's just off the top of my head. I can't really think of anybody else right now. Um, who would you? Who would you like to see join the Boomerang Fight Club? Uh, 
No, Stephen Wolf. Good answer. Good answer. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, just Bro. I'm being biased. I think my homie Alpha Zoe from out here on the West Coast would be. Yes, we were talking about. We were talking about. Me and him yeah. were talking about this or whatever. If yeah. like if not on the East Coast, if I could find, I mean, it would be dope to have a Boomai Fight Club. Uh, a, not variant, but like um, different divisions, different yeah. divisions or different chapters in every corner of the country. That'd be fire. I just don't know how to put that together. Um, but Having Zoe in there would be fire too. That would that's a really good the tag point. team matches that me and him could cook up. I'm saying I would oh, also like to say seeing Steven in there would be absolutely great. Uh I think because uh Bougie's uh all arounder. I'm trying to think of somebody who could, you know, you're obviously like you have you have a heavy, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Mm-hmm. Thomas. You're the powerhouse. You're the leader. Ew, you know what I'm saying? Ew, ew, oh, ew. Ew. Yeah, yeah. ew. There ew, we go. Yeah. Yeah, ew, that's ew. a good choice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Fuck what I was going to say. It was, my, <laughs> it was my pick. That's, ew, that's, that's ew, my pick. really good. My, yeah. my, my alternate, you know what I'm saying? Someone who could bring something completely different, especially with, uh, you know, RSP and Sammy running around doing whatever they do. Hoodfoot. Cause he he's, he's yes. one of the only people Bro. that does the style of what he does. Deathmatch. Yeah. Like I've always told, I've always told the powers that be that I like my vision for the Boomai Fight Club is to have at least somebody in every division, every style, right. or whatever, so that we can dominate MLW or dominate the world of wrestling. But for right now, dominate MLW. Um, and uh, if sometimes it feels like it's coming together, and other times it feels like it's not. Um, but bro, it would be fire to have like Hoodfoot, Eel, and all that along and with Shug. Shug, bro. Um, don't, don't get me started on that. Don't get me started. On <laughs> Never that. mind, my fault. I, I feel like I, I struck a nerve. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Steven. Uh, yeah, what do you yeah, want to yeah, do? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. oh my god, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You might get somebody in trouble. Was, hold hold on, on to that one. <laughs> You've had, you've had crazy like tag team partners. You know what I'm saying? Not only just Exodus, I know you team with Myron. I know you team with uh Trey Miguel, Team Eat Chips. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh is there anybody? I know you're probably really focused on doing stuff with Exodus right now, but is there anybody else you would like? Obviously, your your significant other, I would I would assume, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but is there anybody else who you would like to, you know, wrestle with this year or against since Kane mentioned someone he wants to wrestle against. Forget mm-hmm. it. Just tell me who are you looking to share the ring with? One way or another. With me. Uh, so if we if we're talking black wrestlers, because like like you said, Myron, Trey. Actually, it's funny, Camara. Oh yeah, I mean Alex. Of course, I want to wrestle you, man. I've been trying to get that for long. I'm one of the people that like the tweet about like want <laughs> to wrestle more black wrestlers. But yeah, but like I, I've teamed with like uh, Mike Outlaw and Camara Jackson. We were grown man business up in AAW for a little bit. So like. Fire. Basically been put with like, you know, black flippy guy insert here. That's basically been my role for a long time. So I enjoy being the singles competitor right now and really like forging my own path. I got a I got a group now at the pack. I got Casey Kareem who's You do. Yeah, I got I'm um, right now. No, you good, you good. You got Casey Kareem, Danny King. He's Mexican, but he's honorary, so it's all good. <laughs> like, <laughs> you you're in Texas. We get it. You I understand. Come out to a song by the pack. That's like my that. question. Exactly. No, unfortunately, we don't. Oh, come on now. I gotta have an old custom theme now. Come on. <laughs> but uh, I'll pay good money for that. <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> somebody that I would like to definitely wrestle or even like, you know, come in as like a mentorship role for the pack for Stephen will be Shane Taylor. Oh my mm. God. That man is so yes. smart. Yes. So eloquent. You were talking about like how promos really aren't a big thing on the indies nowadays. That man can cut a promo. I've seen a match of his where he's just beating the hell out of somebody and cutting a promo while he's doing it. Like Booker T and like old TNA type days, bro. Like it was, it was so cool. And that's one guy that I'm like, yeah, man, I feel like one, I could learn a lot from him. And two, I'm going to get knocked the block off, but it'll be worth it. But yeah. Texas connection too. You know what I'm saying? Both of y'all are uh, Texas imports. You know what I'm saying? So Exactly. Exactly. But yes, Alex, we need to share a ring by the end of 2024. This needs to happen. Let's put it out there. Write that down as well. Yep. I got you. Write <laughs> down me versus Shane Taylor also. Write that down. Hey man, that, that, I'm not gonna hold you that mess on. No, no offense. The either one of y'all some mess on a little expense. You may need to ask somebody else to do that one. I'm not saying it's not gonna be. I'm not saying it's not gonna be good. I'm just saying I don't think I had the funds. Hey, you are. You gonna get on Twitter tomorrow? You on TV? He on TV? I don't know if I. I don't know if I have the facilities. Even real. I'm not gonna hold you. Even real. I like it. I like. I like the realness. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. I will say one guy that I, uh, I don't want to hold you guys for too long. I for... hold me. Oh, no, well, I will be here for forever. What you mean? You got I don't, don't want to hold Finish you guys. I just want to say, but go ahead, Steve. Yeah, go ahead. I like talking to black people. <laughs> Same. It's nice. No, yeah. one dude that doesn't get enough credit for how good he is, and because he's so light skinned I feel like sometimes people are like kind of give him. No, I'm, I'm serious, bro. That's just a funny hey, thing. it's real, Steve. I'm, it's <laughs> real. It's real. But uh, but uh, GPA up in Chicago, he's black and he's like yeah, he's so good, he's super so good. good, super underrated. Like the stuff you see in the ring, like yeah, he's got the, all that character work. If you watch like his training videos, that's that supposed to have character. That's the important shit Dude. that matters more than the wrestling. If you can cut a good promo, you have a character. It's done. Like I don't, my move set really hasn't changed all that much in the last like two, three years or so. I mean, yeah, making it put in different places, things like that. But as soon as like I got my jacket, got the mask, got the contacts, dyed my hair, told body I don't give a damn no more. Then suddenly like I'm this new entity, new being. And it's like, oh, okay. So all I had to do was get that little bit of flash and now y'all respect me. But GPA is one of those guys that he's so humble. So you're not going to see it, but he's got, you know, the brain for it, the mind, he Go like race. Somebody definitely want to keep on your radar too. Uh, since we're giving it up, and uh, I watched some good wrestling this weekend. Mister Danger, that young dude is that so insane. insane. This He's guy scared. gives me uh, anytime that like I could turn into a twelve-year-old kid again when I watch wrestling. That's my favorite kind of wrestling. And Mister Danger makes me feel like a twelve-year-old kid because I'm like, one, this is dangerous, but also this is like the coolest shit that I've seen in so long so shout out to mr Danger. i've talked about him on a couple times in this podcast if you haven't seen this guy wrestle go check him out he's insane i'm telling you he puts on like 15 20 pounds of muscle he gonna be he gonna be a problem mm-hmm. he is going to be a problem yeah he's nuts i, I have a it. i have a random quick question just for alex uh because i, I there's something that's been pondering in my head uh for the past couple of months if you could wrestle anybody from your school, like the entire lineage, anybody from A4 history you haven't wrestled before, who would you wrestle? Uh, can I give you three? Yes. You can, but okay. you have to give me justifications for them. 
for oh, why okay. you just won. <laughs> okay, so uh, teriyaki, uh, because I know that's going to be, I know that would be a challenge. It would be a nice change of pace for me uh, because he's so innovative. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to wrestle him at the school, but then I was like, eh, I want to get paid to do this. Save not, it, yep. Not, yeah, save it, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. So that's definitely a match that I want to have. Um, a match that could happen, but eh, whatever. Uh, a match I've always wanted was against Theory, just because he's like one one of the top prospects to come out of the school. Yeah. Um, so I think that match would be fun, especially now. Um, and then who else? Who else? Who else? Party Russell J. Lucas. Nope. All I got is two right now that I think of. Who out of who out of the A four would you like to see me wrestle? Uh, uh, right, literally, like just this second, uh, Travis three thousand because he's he's about mm. to become my little my, my my little project. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, he don't know it yet, but he's he's part of the roster now. Uh, Let's go. Uh, the but all time, you and uh, Uha Apollo. That's oh my that, god. That's, that's mm. easy. <laughs> Bingo. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not difficult at all. Uh. I mean, I've, I've. It's either between him and Gresham, but like at the same time, like the other, like you, it makes too much sense. It would be stupid for me to say anything else. Well, that'd be fun. Gresham would be fun too. He's that big, meaty men slapping meat. Let's go. Listen, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. My New Year's resolution is to bring back WCW main event style heavyweight wrestling. Forget all this flips and moves. No offense to you, Stephen, but like there needs to be, <laughs> there needs to be. We need to get back to the root of it all. I'm tired of it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a time and space for everything, but somebody needs to bring back WCW heavyweight main event style wrestling. We, we lost that. We need to find that again. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, this guy just disrespected me on my own show. Don't ever say forget flips. We never forget flips. Flips never are the backbone, the heart and soul of professional wrestling, and I want to see all right, buddy, a move talk in his next match, all right? Yo, you, you are glazing flips <laughs> right now. You got to stop. <laughs> you must forget I also slap the shit out of people, too. So You like, do so hit hard, you know what I'm no, saying? Just, no, it's not so, just, the, hey, if you want to bring back the, uh, <laughs> mid to late 90s, WCW heavyweight wrestling style by all means, my brother, be be my guest. Oh, I would love nothing woman. more. <laughs> like, damn, all, all Wolf does is just choke slam and power bomb people now. Like, what, what's going on? I mean, I started choke slamming people, so we're, we're in there. I'm five ten. This is what I like. These are the improvements I like. Everybody needs to start watching more Psycho State. That's all I'm saying. That's all well, I'm saying. He had my he was already busted. I choked. I, 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 I choked slam Matt Cardona, and I was like, you know what? This is a good fit. This is a real good fit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big black yeah. machine. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's fire. No pun intended. That's fire. Y'all are the, <laughs> again. Don't want to hold you guys forever. So uh, before we get out of here, I want to know where we can see uh, Stephen Alexane in the next couple of weeks, next couple of months. What kind of promotions? What kind of matches? What kind of things you guys got going on? Yeah, my calendar. <laughs> my calendar. Yeah, right. <laughs> so this weekend, I'm going to be at Dreamwave in LaSalle, Illinois. It's me, Alex Shelley, right? Yes, sir. Me and Alex Ooh, Shelley. Wait. 
Mexico, bro. I'm excited. And then after that, uh, the DPW match, me, Tankman, Gringo Loco. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, man, I'm more than excited for that match, bro. You have me and uh, me, Tankman, Gringo at DPW. Uh, after that, that's the luck. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's better than what you said earlier. So I'm going to say. And then uh, inspired, uh, inspired New Texas doing a show, me versus Exodus, you know, a little one on one brotherly love, a little beat down, you know. And then uh, I'm actually heading over uh, to the UK for a little bit. Yes. They're doing some shows over there. And then I'm also going to be part of the uh, 16 Carat Weekend with, yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. But I'll be part of the 16 Carat Weekend with WXW as well. Nice. Oh, that's fire. Yeah, let's go. Hell yeah. Congrats, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, it. big moves right there. Try, man. 2024, year of the wolf. Trying to make it happen. Year of the wolf. Well, me, me, me and you are gonna talk about these international bookings because uh, uh I got I think no, I have I have one possibly I have one coming up. I have like a tour coming up, but that's like April. But um uh yeah, me and me let's <laughs> talk about that. But uh yes, uh, this Friday I am taking on the one called Manders. Yes. Uh, me, me and Manders kind of have a little bit of history there, but I'm gonna whoop that ass this time because he's walking <laughs> in there with a with a pissed off Alex Kane and a much more focused Alex Kane. Um, and then uh, uh, February 24th, I'll be at Ironheart Pro. So I am wrestling Rampage Santana. Um, Ooh, interesting. Um, and then uh, February 29th, we will be MLW will be will be back in New York City, Melrose Ballroom, Intimidation Games. Um, I already know who I'm wrestling, but they didn't announce it yet, so I can't tell mm-hmm. y'all. But just know I'm whooping that ass. Yeah, count your days, Brett man. I don't know if that's who you're wrestling, but that's <laughs> I'm just manifesting. Count your days, Brett man. Oh, 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 oh! And let me not let me not forget. Let me not forget. I will be at Pod. DC, whoo boy! Uh, I, I can't remember the name of the show, but it's 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 it's, 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 uh, it's uh, fight for DC, fight, fight for DC. DC. I'm gonna be there. I don't know where, but I'm gonna be yeah. there. Fight for DC. I'm taking on Mr. Grimm, a match that everybody and their grandmother have to tell them that they wanted. I will tell you this right now: if he thinks he's about to do all them flips and stuff, as big as he is or whatever, we have to calm that shit down. <laughs> We're going to ground him. We're going to ground him. Teach him a lesson. Good luck, brother. I don't yeah. think so. I mean, and if, Jay I Rose, mean honestly, we gotta, no, go honestly if it's anything like wrestling Jacob Fatu, uh, <sighs> I got it in the bag. It is. <laughs> I'm not worried. Been there, done that. He was Samoan. I got it. This <laughs> is light work. That man threw me up higher in the air than anybody else. And I've never been so disrespected as a man. <laughs> And when he just tossed me up <laughs> after a second, grabbed a drink of water, and then Samoan dropped me. And I was like, just sitting there, like, what the fuck? Like, dog, he, um, I, don't, I can't remember what happened, um, in the match itself. I don't know if I needed to hit the ropes or something. This man literally grabbed me by the waist, put, popped me up or whatever. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to go with him. He was just popped me up, Samoan dropped me. But he also gave me the keys to use a Samoan drop. So, Oh, there's hey. also that too. Yeah. Honorary Samoan Alex Kane. Let's fucking go. You're gonna start typing oos after every single oh. <laughs> the suplex Samoan. Nah, right, Yo, J Rosa, is there uh, any nap uh news going into this month or what's going on? Well, um <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> how do I how do I put this? So, um, hmm. we gotta have a we gotta have a team meeting. So not everything wow. is uh in put into stone, but uh, we've been having. I've said this on this podcast before. Running in Indianapolis is a struggle because 30 years ago, a bunch of white people messed it up for everyone. And uh, finding a venue that has a tall enough a ceiling so then people like Mr. Wolf can do the things he needs to do is the hardest part about running this promotion. Um, with that being said, we have found a venue, but uh, the date that we would need to run is 18 days away. I'm being as transparent as possible. So we've done more with less. We have, we have absolutely done more with less, but if we do end up running, it will be Sunday, February 25th, somewhere in Indianapolis, somewhere on the East side of Indianapolis. Uh, And it, I can confirm it will be an all black show. So I cannot tell you anything outside of that because I have been fighting for my life. For the past month, I, I cannot tell you anything past that point. But uh, before we go, I would like to, uh, since uh, I'm, you know, I know I'm, I'm always welcome to be a guest and whatnot, but I would like to start as uh, someone who started out in wrestling media. I would like to give the spotlight to another black creator in wrestling media for every single week that I'm here. Uh, first one I want to do, which I'm going to keep plugging them because they are my, they are, I'm not going to say they they kids because a lot of them, they, they grown ass men. And a lot of some of them are older than me, but like uh, the good folks at WrestleWave. I don't know if any of you are familiar with them. Uh, They, if you know who I am, because I'm not trying to make the block hot. If you know who I am, you know what media collectives I used to hang around and the impact or uh, legacy debauchery that, uh, that we claim. These gentlemen are the closest thing to restoring that feeling that's out there right now. They are trying to do stuff in the wrestling sphere that hasn't been done before. And they're all people of color. Uh, please go support them at the wrestle wave on all social, uh, on all social media. They are absolutely hilarious. And uh, lastly, uh Go support uh, these black wrestling shows. I say at the uh, the day before the proposed nap show, February 24th. Uh, yeah. If you can't make it in Indianapolis, but you live on the East Coast, go to D.C. Go su- uh, support Pod and uh, Fight Club Pro Wrestling, where Mr. Alex Kane is going to be. Also, where our world championship is going to be. Please go support them. Uh, for the cultures, motherfucking free this year. There's no right reason. Up. I like, like, I'm young. Yay! like <laughs> free for the culture, baby. There's no reason why you can't be there. There's literally like, I, I mean, you know, if you can't make it to Philadelphia, I understand, but there's, there's no reason watching, <laughs> you know, if, you know, if you lived in like Idaho, I get it. I understand. You, you may not be able to make it for the culture, but stream it. Uh, I know the people I have no involvement. Hold up. Very important. I don't have involvement on for the culture anymore. Stop asking if you can get on the show, I don't book the show anymore. I have no pieces of it. Stop DMing me. I do not run the show anymore. I do not run the show anymore. Stop messaging me. But I know the people who do run the show now. That's it, Billy Dixon. Yes, Billy Dixon. Uh, 
you know, I don't want to, I didn't want to say it in case somebody was like, I want to get on there, but I don't know who runs it. Well, one, use your, use your uh, context skills a little no. bit better, but two, I didn't want to put his stuff out there, but yes, I know Billy's been working extra hard. I will be helping out. I don't know, you know, if I'm hosting this year or not. Billy needs to uh, tell me who I'm wrestling. That's why he needs to We'll talk after this. Um, and, uh, yeah, just support Black Independent Professional Wrestling. Follow at Naptown All Pro. Uh, and stop gun violence in your neighborhood and neighborhoods all across this all across this occasionally great land of ours. Occasional. And shout out Ami, I love you. I love That's it. That's all I got. I ain't got my, the, the weather's crazy outside, so my internet has been playing wild this whole time. So I'm glad we made yeah, it. Yeah, are you okay? Before we get out of here, let's get your socials and where people can find you, Stephen and Alex. Go oh, ahead, Stephen. Oh, well, my socials are right, right there. Yeah, here we go. Ask Stephen Wolf 309. Make it super simple. It's on the same thing for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Threads, TikTok. I'm sure I can make a MySpace if you really want me to, but I'd rather not. But yeah, at Stephen Wolf 309. Stephen with a PH because I'm fancy like that. I need to uh, I need to do that, um, uh, change all my uh, handles. But uh, on TikTok and Twitter, because uh, we're calling it Twitter, not X. TikTok and Twitter. I'm Alex Kane Eleven. Uh, Instagram. I'm the Suplex Assassin. Don't find me on Facebook. I don't know why there's so many. I have so many friend requests, and I'm definitely not making a MySpace. Um, also, uh, uh, Alex Kane on on YouTube as well. Like, run it up. Follow me. Follow the journey. Side side note. I don't mean to like drag everything on and whatnot, but you just made up a great example right there, yeah. Alex. Stop sending wrestlers Facebook friend requests because you know <laughs> you don't know who we are personally. I have a fan page that you can follow all of my stuff on that I post all this wrestling stuff. You don't get to see like the little snippet of my dog like running around back here. That's all you're gonna see of my personal life. Like you don't you don't need any. There needs to be a little bit of a barrier, and people need to respect that a little bit more when it comes to you know a professional entertainer and their fans. I'm gonna get off my uh, Like y'all, especially like, I mean, when I, I guess when I started and I had Facebook and stuff like that or whatever, I just thought it was cool. Oh, all these people want to be friends with me or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. now I've gotten to a certain level. It's like, dude, you're not buying merchandise. You're probably not coming to the shows that I'm at or whatever. Why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you trying to be friends with me? You're not being a very, very good friend. So cut it out. Right, exactly. Red, the, the the frame that red is frozen right now. I think I'm so still weird. here. My internet's being weird. Upset. All right. We're we going to let you end it before the Mother Nature ended for you. <laughs> oh, I hate that atmospheric river. Uh, I want to thank <laughs> Stephen Wolf for being here. I want to thank Alex Kane for being here. I want to thank my homie Jay Rolls for co-hosting this with me. You guys have brought some great insight to this. I think the future of the independent wrestling, especially in the black space, is held very high with what you gentlemen are doing and i appreciate you for joining me here today follow my guys they're doing some amazing things i'm sure 2024 is going to be big for both of these guys because of the foundation that they laid in 2023 please thank you you. i love you we're getting out of here say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.